Coming soon to Tuning Japanese, episode 20. Hell, hell, Tuning Japanese! This is a podcast where three anime dudes in their PJs and in their 30s talk about anime. I love it! I love it all! Thanks so much, guys! Tuning Japanese! Yay! Akarasu! Motherfuckers. Titan is Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a show where three mystery agents operating publicly from the shadows talk about anime. With us today, Daitenzin Popeyes! Louisiana Fast? <laughs> we have Daitenzin Hot Topic! I'm gonna go hide in a corner and cut myself. <sighs> oh. And I plead tears to defy the Icarus! And I am Daitenzin Barnes & Noble... This week, folks, we've got another episode of Excel Saga, episode 18. <laughs> I'm excited about this one. Municipal Ditenzen Force, I believe is what it's called. Min- Municipal Force Ditenzen. Ah, got it backwards. Yes. Uh, so before we get into our review of Excel Saga, episode 18, let's talk some uh, nerd news. But before we do, I want to talk a little bit about that announcement at the beginning of the of Yeah, the what episode. the hell was that all about? Yeah, yeah. That, that sounded really familiar. It did sound familiar, didn't it? You're getting, you're getting better at your voices, Andrew. <laughs> I, I have been trying a lot. I uh, my, my Excel voice is fantastic. No, you guys understand what this is? No, no I have no oh, idea. Oh, Just oh, oh, tell- I do. <laughs> well, of course, we all do. But the fans now know that, folks, was the one, the only Jessica Calvello doing an opening for our little show, oh. Tuning Japanese, because episode 20, I told you last episode 17 that we'd have something very... Very interesting on the horizon, and that is episode 20. We are doing a interview with Jessica Calvello. It's already happened. It's an absolutely amazing interview, mm-hmm. and you guys, I think you'll really enjoy it. So uh, you've got a few more episodes to get through. you got 18 and 19 and then 20 because it's a clip episode, essentially, with Pedro. Most of that episode will be the interview with Calvello. So I hope you guys really enjoy that uh, in a couple weeks when that drops. I thought for sure you were going to say the one and only Excel. I was going to be like, no. No. Ah, I, mean, I see what you Technically, no. Technically, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's actually three. If you want to count the Japanese actress. Yeah, so yes. I'm being very technical here. Uh, well, if you want to get really technical, I believe there are, it was dubbed in other languages. Yeah, well, yeah. So, so oh, fair enough. There, there are a lot there's of There's like Excels. a dozen of them. Yeah. And good Excel and bad Excel. And, and but that's that's yeah. still. Excel Kobayashi. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Excels. Like, but guys, you're missing the point. That's the best Excel. Yes, we have we have Jessica Calvello. Uh, she obviously voiced Excel. She voiced Mr. Celsius. She voices Hanji <laughs> from Attack on Titan. And uh, yes, uh, Hanji. I love Hanji. She's fantastic. And uh, you guys will hopefully really enjoy the episode. So uh, it's going to be great. We've obviously have already listened. We already know what's going to happen, and it's fantastic. And folks, you don't want to miss this one. Definitely it, not. It's fantastic. But that's two weeks from now. Tonight we have oh. Excel Saga episode 18. But before that, like I said, nerd news. I think there's only one thing to talk about. Well, I don't know. I, I for sure have only one thing to talk about this week. Pokemon Go. The world, probably by the time this comes out, has come to an end. Everyone has stopped working. All productivity is done. And uh, we're all out running around trying to catch Pokemon. Or when... having that great clan war between the three factions. Right. Or cursing your phone when the servers go down every five minutes. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to loot so much shit. <laughs> I figured you would. You go, when, when, when the nerd wars happen. Oh, the nerd wars are, are right around the corner. They're I am happening. not playing Pokemon. I have no interest in playing Pokemon. Oh, you're missing out, So I'm man. just going to steal things you're... when it finally comes comes down. Uh, so, so I think I'm the only one here who actually is playing the Pokemon Go right now. Well, yeah. Right now. 
right this very second? Well, yeah. no. Well, I mean, Andrew, sorry, uh, sorry. I got, I got, I got. Andrew, how many ratatats is that? Really? Uh, that's a lot of ratatas. Pokemon Go is if, for those of you who have been living under a rock R- and don't Rattata know. is the sounds of machine guns make. So if you if you don't understand what Pokemon Go is, first of all, Pokemon is short for Pocket Monster. Um, Andrew, yes. If they don't understand what Pokemon Go is. Yeah, really, really? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. think we need to go into If you're okay, nerdy fine. enough to be listening to a podcast. About let alone Let alone an anime <laughs> podcast. Okay, then let me let me do this. Let me run down some of the things I really love about Pokemon Go. Go for it. Uh, I love the fact that this is a phenomenon that is getting a segment of people that sometimes, not all of them, but some people can be very sedentary, and it's getting people a chance to get up and move and go about the, the world. And, uh, you know, even just walking a block, walking around. You know, the first time that I actually sunk my teeth into this game, I took my dog for a walk, and I was going to just do like a 10-minute, 15-minute dog walk, and I was out with my dog, my poor dog, for an hour. Uh, so <laughs> it was one of those things I just get wrapped up, and I didn't realize until I'm like, oh, you look tired, we should go home, that, you know... It's addictive. It's extremely addictive. I love the idea of the gyms. I finally figured out how the hell to fight against other trainers and take these different spots. I love I love the gym system. I think it's well done. My only complaint right now is that it's so new that I find myself, and I'm sure there are other people that find themselves where the GPS will stop tracking where you are or the game will freeze just because it's so new and they had such a large following that they didn't expect. It's gotten more downloads than Tinder. That should tell you something. Huzzah to that. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo's stock has risen, I believe, last time I saw, the last article I read, that it rose uh, 17 billion yen. Do they have some way of actually monetizing this game? Uh, they Yes, it is a, it is a free-to-play game, but it has in, in-app purchases. If you live in an area where you have a lot of different Pokestops, you don't have to ever spend money because when you go to a Pokestop, you get items, but you can buy items as well. Fair enough. And there are some items that don't spawn very regularly that you can purchase, and they have made huge money on the in-app purchases. I did hear that there was maybe some under-the-table sponsorship at McDonald's. I read that. Yeah, someone cracked the code of the game, and they think that like there's going to be some sort of connection. So yeah, I think there's there's potential for those sort of things. And it makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. Right. The one thing that's driving this game are the idea of like these landmarks, these Pokestops, these gyms. And if they can make a deal with a company that's willing to pay a lot of money to place those there, so that way that then that company can then make money, it makes perfect uh, sense to them to do. Actually, even unofficially, uh, my employer Mm -hmm. is using the fact that well where we work our parking lot is crazy full of pokemon like there are a lot of people that we work with there's breeding like crazy like i I swear yeah there's a lot of people that we work with that they'll go out on their breaks they'll they'll catch pokemon my friend colleen caught a uh caught a crabby in the ladies restroom (laughs) <laughs> see, that, that, that's fun, too, because you get to see all these fun memes of like right. people finding Pokemon in the Like a diglet popping out of the toilet. Love it. Love yeah. it. It's fantastic. But the uh, higher-ups at, at my employer, um, I'm not going to name names, decided that we're going to do use this as a, at, take it to an advantage to do like a hiring event. And they're not alone. There are, no. other, there are a lot of other companies doing this in small businesses. I was at a restaurant uh, just this weekend, and they had one, it was a Pokestop, and they have this item in the game that turns you can turn a Pokestop into a magnet to draws a whole bunch of Pokemon in. Their business is doing that. They can go into the store, spend a dollar fifty in the Pokemon store, put that up for a half an hour, draw in all sorts of customers to their business, and make big bucks off of something very cheap. And yeah. until it starts to die down, the popularity of it. It is a cash gonna, cow right now for, yeah. for companies. Yeah, this is going to be a big thing. I just found it interesting. Josh doesn't want to tell anybody. He's uh, he's one of the head oncologists at Mayo Clinic. <laughs> oh, I know, right? I figured, you figure he'd be like much more proud of that. Right, yeah. You think he... Uh, Pokemon Go is right. it's pretty fantastic. It's a lot of fun. I have gotten very frustrated with the lagginess, but I'm going to give it a... It's going to take a while. And it already has been attacked by a hacking company, and they've already taken the servers down this weekend. Oh, wow. So I have to say, I wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. I listened to another podcast on our Questionable Endeavor Network, mm-hmm. Troy's Geek and Gamer Geek Guild, Gamer Guild, episode uh, three. Yep, and he talks about Pokemon Go, and I have to say that um, after hearing what Troy had to say, mm-hmm. I am even more resolute that I have no interest in this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go check out his podcast on Pokemon Go. He'll give you the skinny on on everything you need to know about yeah, Pokemon Go. That's not a criticism of Troy, or to say that he necessarily said anything bad. But the information he gave me made me go, yeah, 
I am not interested. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, I cannot possibly subject myself to that. Well, Bill, do you have any uh, non-Pokemon Go-related stuff to bring us this week? Anything? I do. You do? All right, bring it on. Yesterday. Yes. I enjoyed... Uh-huh. A small box... Oh, oh, I, ooh, you're getting personal Ecto here. Cooler. Oh, oh, oh yes. ooh, okay. That's right. You were, you were I wasn't sure where you're going with that. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. We we were gaming on uh, <laughs> like we usually do on Sundays, and yeah, uh, our our friend Sam, who was on an episode of this podcast, sorry, Josh, no. uh, she uh, she brought that you as a gift. S- you told me you weren't gonna mention her on air anymore. Oh, sorry, sorry. Are you just mad because she didn't bring you an ecto cooler? Yes. Okay. So yeah, you you, uh, you are right to be. It was delicious. Was was it uh, the same? Did it taste exactly the same as you remember? As I remember, yes. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's that's it was so good. That's fantastic. And uh, apparently, she had trouble finding it, so you can't find it anywhere. They're they're selling out. Yeah, they're starting to sell out. That's 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 crazy. So yeah, uh, ecto cooler, it's there. And uh, hopefully, if she can find some extra, we're gonna be trying some uh, some mixed drinks. So if you have any ideas for mixed drinks to go with Actor Cooler, please uh, shoot those to us at, at Tuning Japanese on Twitter. We'd very much appreciate that. So, uh, Josh, anything? Well, outside of uh, my viewpoints of the Pokemon Go thing, which I think is fantastic and all that, but I could go on for hours about that. Inevitably, it's another Overwatch thing. All right, so episode 18. Let's go into episode Pokemon 18. Pokemon, no. No hey, Overwatch. Hey, hey, ah, 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 ah. We just sat down for the last 10 minutes listening to your ass rant and rave and go on about how great Pokemon Go is. <sighs> You gotta put up with some Overwatch, bitch. I have bitch. to hear any more about Overwatch every week. So Blizzard has announced that they are going to be releasing a new character into Overwatch, a character by the name of Anna, who's uh, got a very interesting gimmick. She's a sniper, but she's like a support sniper, like a uh, medic sniper. Uh-huh. So, like, literally, she's out in the back, and she's sniping people. She has, you know, regu- does regular damage, but also she can snipe the allies to give them healing boosts or to uh, give them damage boosts and, and are, that sort of thing. Are, are medics and healing a common thing in this game at all? Yes, actually. Oh, okay. They, I thought they, maybe something is completely uh, the, the, unbalanced the, game. Yeah. No, no, no. The, the support, there are uh, four support characters right now mm-hmm. that do uh, different types of healing or, or aid like this. This character is going to be... I've heard this spiel about the healers in the game like a dozen times. <laughs> yeah. He's almost done. Just Not just from him. Just oh, okay. in general. In general. I just, I just find the concept to be really interesting, and I, I, I can't wait to get my hands on that. That, I, I would be interested in taking that concept into like a supernatural, real, but like mesh with real world sort of thing, and mm-hmm. or video. I, I, that's kind of interesting. The concept is interesting of like, like, like sniping stim packs. Yes. Oh my god! Like the syringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like that, kind of like using a syringer. Uh, they're just using it for for this game, and I think it's really cool. They're also announcing they're going to be dropping some new maps and some mm-hmm. new uh, play modes. Oh, okay. So that's going to be some really exciting. Are those free or are those a paid? Content? Uh, because you have to, especially for the PlayStation Network, you have to have PlayStation Plus membership in order to play the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, DLC is free. Oh, the new, con- new content is free because you're you're constantly paying to play this game. That makes sense. I like that. I like the fact that there's actually a company out there willing to give players DLC without having to charge them, you know, uh, an arm and a leg. Just, yeah. just to get like here, buy the game again to get right. like these small things. Right. That's oh, um, the Titans Return line for Transformers. Yes. Are oh, yeah. Commercially available about... now. Oh yeah, we talked about it last week. Yep, didn't they we? are commercially available. Um, I've picked up Skull Smasher so far. Nice, and I saw. I, yeah. I, I actually transformed Skull Smasher. You did properly With, without it without any assistance. No, I, I I feel like I deserve a cookie. Uh, so there we go. Go yep. check those. Is there a place An they can? John cookie. Yes. Did you pick that up in store? Yes, that's what I'm saying. They're commercially okay. available in okay. stores. I picked yeah, up a Toys R Us. Cool. I got nothing else to say. I think I've tortured you sufficiently this ah, week. Well, speaking of torture, it's Bill's week to give a review. <laughs> ah, episode 18, Municipal Force, Dietens, and Bill, are you ready? Uh, yeah, okay, he's yep. ready. Yep. Okay. Gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> oh, smooth. <laughs> smooth Milwaukee. Dude. <laughs> Sorry, I know. I, I, that, that's an insult. I apologize. Uh, so. This summer, I'm drinking America. <laughs> what does America taste like? Budweiser. Uh, okay. I was going to say piss. But, uh, <laughs> Very, you know, Budweiser is not that bad of no, a beer. No, it's not. I, I don't mind it, a Budweiser every once in a while. It, it, yeah, it's lighter than a European beer. It's mm. not that bad of a beer. It's, if, if it's, it's a hot day a, and I'm working out exactly. in the yard, I don't mind a Budweiser. It's got kind of a sweet apple paste. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not bad. It's not a bad beer. No. All right, Bill. Episode 18. You ready? I guess. All right. Well, to, Lay it on us, buddy. To, to make it sound a little better for you, 
this is going to be one fewer of this anime that you'll have to review after today. One fewer of yeah! the anime. Yeah! But I still have to do it. It's true. <laughs> hey, what color Daitenzin are we? Oh! Oh, Andrew's gosh. red. He's in charge. Okay. I'll be red. If you're Hot Topic, I think you're like... Oh, you're definitely like... like Lip- Lipstick uh, black? Lipstick black or like midnight Gr- purple. Gray tears. Gray tears! Yes! Gray mm. tear suit. I like that. Gray tears with the midnight okay, black. Okay, okay. Now, just as long as my walk music is the drum beat to uh, Bella Lugosi's Dead, we're awesome. I can make that work. Uh, and then Bill... I don't know what color are Popeyes. Uh, my old, my orange, old, more, are they yeah, orange? my old kitchen was painted a shade of orange called hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that's, that. That's fitting. So, so there yeah. you go. Your which, orange, which has never been an actual color on a Super Sentai or Power Rangers, has been orange. Interesting. Never seen an orange ranger. Huh. I don't think I've seen one either. Honestly, I can't think the, of one. The Mecha, the Zords, and some of the uh, some of the series that, were designed that, with maybe an orange with, with some idea. orange in them. There was like an the orange. ones when they have the the butt ton of auxiliary. RPM uh, yeah. RPM uh, had a orange truck that was uh, an alligator based uh, uh, design, but yeah, it was you're orange. Going, you're going way outside my wheelhouse. I know the original. <laughs> I know the ninjas, and I got some of the toys for some of the later ones, even though I didn't watch the show. Di- Dino Thunder had, I think, an orange one because it had yeah, all the dinosaurs the, the that Stego, were weaponry. The, yeah. the Stego. Hey, Stego no, the, was orange. Hey fans, can you guess which one of us three didn't care for this episode as much? It's not, it's not the it's, well. It's not the person you're thinking. I think I didn't like it as much as I think you liked it probably more than I did. But anyway, we'll find out. Uh, but Bill, anyway, yeah, we're getting, we're getting off topic. Here. Bill, how do we All go? right, so we open on the F City Big Site Comics Market. Yeah, a herd of nerds charge in to buy comics. Doshijin, doshijin, doshijin. <laughs> There's even Excel soccer cosplayers. Oh yeah, I, I love that there was a cosplayer of uh, I think it was Maytel. Yep, yep. And then there was one of like the dogs when uh, from the baseball episode. Mm-hmm. It was pretty. It was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. Was it Maytel or was it the character supposed to be? Maytel? It was the character. Yes. I think it was the character supposed to be Maytel. It was Petchko. Bill, the answer to that question is yes. 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 Koshirikto has a booth promoting his new comic Excel Saga. But no one cares or is buying it. I was confused by this scene, because like, I saw people lined up, so I assumed that there were other tables, and they were lined up at other tables, and that's why. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was confused by this, because I wasn't sure if he was talking about the they're manga. They're just lined up to spit in his face. Maybe. No, are you, are no, you not that... sure if they're talking about the manga, or if they're talking about a new comic book yeah, I thought maybe that they is were... based on the See, manga? See, I thought they were talking about the anime. The mungo? The mungo. I thought they were talking about the anime, because he's like, oh, this isn't working. Like, yeah, like the anime is not working. Like, nothing is going right in the anime. So I was... Because he says it's a quack experiment. Right. He's not, he's not going... And I'll, uh, one of the things that I love about about this scene, though, is that you get the text that is saying, no, it does sell. Trust us. Yeah. yeah. I love the disclaimer Yeah, a little disclaimer. Yeah, well, it, brilliant. Someone does come up to his table asking about his older work, but it's not being scheduled to be reprinted. Apparently it was a fan-made, small-budget yeah. Yeah, like zine. A, like, an, like an early zine. It's like an early work. Guys, guys, what? I know this. They're actually referring to the actual manga, Municipal Force Daitenzin, uh-huh. which oh, was created back in... Okay, yeah, wait, okay, so so what else goes on then, though? So, Son uh, of a bitch! Yeah, no shit they're referring to. That's the name of the episode. I want to make it clear. Did you actually research? You know what? I don't care anymore. Okay, neither do we. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, it's the same guy with glasses that we saw before that we're assuming is the producer. Yeah. Hey, what was the weird, like, the, the side view? Like, they pan away to the side, and there was, like, cat there was with, like a cat and a fish with, in a window? Like, and you got this fuck? weird chanting. This... Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. I, no, I didn't watch the pop-up video version. So I have no idea what was no. going on there. Anyway, Koji Richter, Richter leaps from his chair in panic and anger. The man says <laughs> they know about the prototype comic, and they want the original material to mine from. I love that he's like, no, you can't make it happen. And then, like, Nabishin just, like, materializes behind him with, like, a... Puts him in a full Nelson. A full Nelson. <laughs> it's and, great. And mysteriously, the, uh, the stamp. Richter, uh, stamp seal, whatever, is in his hand. He's like, ah! How did I get in my hand? Pretty, pretty fantastic. And we have a theme song. Theme song! Whoa! And back from that, uh, we open on a white flower, and Hyatt is in a dress giggling. <laughs> Watanabe is in some kind of old French general uniform, I guess. He's running after her and they're laughing. They embrace. It drops the screen from the dating sim. Yeah, <laughs> reference to love beauty. But his smooch. only options are smooch, smooch, or smoocher. <laughs> Which is much cleaner than his, Put it his, in. his Put early it in. Yeah, We have lots of references in this little flashback. Like, we see all kinds of things from other episodes. Like the soy sauce pumpy thingy. Uh, the, the mannequin. Yeah, the mannequin was Hyatt and then turns into that. Right. That was pretty good. Yeah. And he's monologuing about it. 
you know, being very meta about how the dream came about from watching... Way too much anime. Right. So here's <laughs> yep. my question. Is this kind of like a pseudo-lucid dream where he knows what's going on, but he has no control? Well, he realizes it's the dream. Oh, yeah, yeah, God, think, yeah, definitely. Okay. I mean... I, I mean, he says as much, I think. I, yeah. yeah, I think it is a lucid dream. I think he just isn't exercising the control he could have. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe because he's a jackass. Yeah. I mean, uh, he just likes to, to have that... Ex- well, I don't know. I mean, he I likes guess to he could see have... where it's going to go without yeah, his intervention. yeah. Man, I wish more studios could be, could be more like that. I know, right? <laughs> I am glad he didn't watch porn, though. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 Even though she was asking for it. She was. <laughs> Ugh. Dirty mind. Yeah, well. Did she, a picture! She's high up for a second, and then he's snuggling a poochu until it's ugly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love I love that it transforms into the poochu. It's, it's, it had to be a poochu. And I'm still glad it wasn't porn he was watching. Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, dear God. Where would you put it in? <laughs> Tie it again. She pukes, dies, pukes up blood. That was creepy, and by the, the way. The whole field turns red. I, that was I like so that creepy. Effect. It that was. That effect is so cool, though. Creepy. Then he's falling. Suddenly he's falling. Then he's awake in his break room. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of bizarre. And yeah, you never taken a nap at work? Uh, no. One, once accidentally, and I freaked out. It was my first year. I wasn't. I wasn't sleeping much, and I set my head down during a prep period. And the bell thankfully woke me up because that would have been really bad. Man, you just do not know how. Because I because I was in I was in my office at the time. I didn't have a classroom at the time. Saved so by like the bell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he realizes he can't breathe, and he looks in the mirror and realizes he's dressed as a Blue Ranger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fuck. <laughs> That's and what he, you would say. I would actually. He kind of does say something does, like that. He does because he's like, I didn't watch any Super Sentai. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be something you'd say because you don't watch Super Sentai. It's true. And he, I love his line, I think it was at this point, where he's like, there, there has to be some sort of saying to... What the hell is going on? Yeah. And his catchphrase of what the hell is going yeah. on. I love it. So we got to the news, and there's some kind of like Muppet robot reporting. Yeah, what the fuck was that? I don't know. I've... Uh, I have no idea. She's saying crime is out of control in the city. And what I guess for passes for City Hall, the government leadership is discussing how to handle this crisis. Kapapu uh, has the answer. He has six shadow agents. I see where this is going. The uh, news reporter, when she's discussing this, she's talking about how there is a top-secret meeting going on right now. <laughs> I'm like, I love how the news is at least privy to knowing when the top-secret meetings are happening. I also love that in the actual meeting in the background, there's a, there's some Japanese writing, and the translation top just says, POLITICS! Politics! With two exclamation <laughs> points. I also like when they pan back to show the head of this uh, crisis council. You actually see... In the upper uh, left-hand corner, you, you'd have to pause to look at it, but you see a little picture there of Puni Puni Poemi. Yeah, you do. You do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, Pay attention to our Pwn podcast, Bill. <laughs> we talked about it last week. Our Pwn? Our, our own Are pod- you going to Pwn some noobs? <laughs> Pay attention to our own podcast. You're going to pod- play, play Overwatch with me, aren't you? Pwn some noobs! Yay! No. I only care about Poon. <sighs> Poon some boobs. Damn it. <laughs> Whoa! What? Ah! <laughs> Excel and Hyatt's little hamster brains can't handle change. <laughs> so with Il Palazzo gone for a special across holiday, they just salute and report to a drawing of him taped up in the alley. Oh, so that's what it was? He was on a holiday? I couldn't uh-huh. catch what yeah, they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was, on it was for uh, across uh, members. What they, I love apparently is... they can't even get into the throne room to do it. They no. have to stand in the, ho- in the alley and do My it. My favorite part about that, that, not even just the hallway thing, was that like if you that, they get the close-up shot of the picture, you, you see that it's... Signed by Excel, so she drew it herself. I know, I saw that. Fantastic. Anyway, Excel is still Americanized. <laughs> and trying to come back, she wound up in New Zealand and had to resort <laughs> to her old trick of skidding native organisms yes. for airfare. Wait. Okay, I'm not good at geography, but she came up through the hole at the end of the episode. And then she went back. Oh, I guess she yeah, went back she down, got, the she got down the hole yeah. at the end. That's right. I forgot she got dropped back down the hole again. Because Josh was singing the Ninja Troll theme song. Oh, yeah. I do have a question, though. Do clandestine secret organizations have days off? Uh, well... Well, we could tell you, but, you know... We know that... We know Il Palazzo's view on holidays, especially Christmas. Well, that's Christmas. So... Yeah, but this holiday's for secret Jesus. Oh. Ninja Jesus. (laughs) Or... Or... No, I just love the voice there. Ninja Jesus. Yeah, thank you. It could just be holiday in the sense like a bank holiday when it's like, hey, we're going to take the day off to do whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or just the British sense of holiday that's as what a I'm vacation. Get, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Okay. Although we see a motorized sheep, I do know that New Zealand is also very rich in hobbits. And she just said organism. Didn't tell us what it was. 
God. <laughs> she found Peter Jackson. <laughs> that's, that's where he's been hiding out. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. No, no. She skinned him. He's on somebody's wall. Yep. I think so. Yep. I think that's what that means. Dude, you have no idea what the rich and powerful would do for the skins of other rich and powerful people. No, no, I don't. I want to be rich and powerful. God, why did I choose to be a teacher? Why did I choose to be a lazy slacker? I thought you were for Mayo Clinic. <laughs> oh, I <don't> <laughs> a lazy slacker. Well, I'm going to get fired from there after this. Hit, oh, so, you know. all right. I'm sorry about that guy. Uh, Hyatt finally welcomes her home, even though she's been back for a while, I guess. <laughs> I guess Hyatt just wasn't talking to her for a whole time. Yeah, I guess not. I guess she could have been dead. She probably was, honestly. Well, Excel decides to go out and conquer the city independently. There... How noble. Yes. There and was some sort of clothing pun I didn't get. About uniform. Uniformed uh, event to take over the world. And she was holding up different types of uniforms. Uh, okay, so working together, uniform. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. it, got it. More crude animations of how that would go. With IP happy and Excel begging for acknowledgement. Only problem, Excel has no idea. She goes back to being Americanized again for a while, spouts some nonsense, and Hyatt is impressed with her American vocabulary. Cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the other things, uh, yeah. I, I think we're going to be on the same page. Probably. On this one. You want to go for it? Uh, sure. sure. You go for so it. So the erotic fantasy that she has about <laughs> Il Palazzo, uh, I love that even in her fantasies. And oh, again, this let, is the second time this has happened. Right, and let's demonstrate this really quick. Okay. I, I, Defense! And he's holding up a bazooka. <laughs> yeah, so even, even again, even in her dreams, just like we saw in the episode with Techko, when she's like talking to him, and he's like, what do you, what the hell do you want, Excel? We get a similar She, she gets muff blocked in her own fantasies. Ooh, that's a gross phrase. Um, do you notice how much she's salivating? I'm worried for her. Like, she's like, ah! It's gross. Clearly she's rabid. Obviously. And horny. And very horny. I think rabies uh, makes you horny. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It was a one time. Yeah. Anyway, back to Watanabe. Uh, he's still stuck in the suit when Iwata, Sumiyoshi, Masaki, and the Ropen Matsus enter in their own super suits. Yes. <laughs> Iwata, of course, thinks it's cool. Watanabe gets pissed about that. Everyone else realizes it's a kabapu, and Masaki is mostly worried about who dressed her. <laughs> the littler Ropen Matsu did it at Kabapu's request. Yeah, he is. He's fantastic. This pisses off Iwata, since he wanted to be the first to see her naked. <laughs> he grills her for information on moles and other features, and predictably gets punched. Mm-hmm. I love the line, too. As he's flying out, he actually says what usually happens in, like, the Team Rocket fashion and everything else, but, I'm heading to the vanishing point! Look for the twinkle! With the <laughs> obligatory... I love when he he also is talking uh, to Ropenmatsu number two, and he he's he's, <laughs> he's so specific. He's like, "Not fair! You got to see Masaki naked before me. Give me give me a description. Inch by lovely inch. Any special features? Freckles, moles, tattoos?" And then he gets punched away. Yeah. It's, it's just it's fantastic. So although it was predictable, he got punched. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was the unpredictable part. Yes, as he goes flying, he goes flying off into the horizon. Yes, yes. and they apparently have superpowers. They do. As we'll see, used a lot in this episode. Superpowered yeah. suits of awesomeness. Basically, yes. that's just all this episode is, is just them using superpowers. However, Big Ropamatsu says she's analyzed the suits, and they're just ordinary material. Hmm. Magic? They had the, the power all along. They, Dumbo's, Dumbo's uh, feather? Yes. yes. I was just thinking while we asked the creators, oh, wait, he's not here. Thank you, Ninja Jesus. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Shioji is not there, and they get the nice little, like I mentioned last week, I think, they made that joke of, like, why is he not here? Uh, voice, voice actor, actor. Budget? I thought this episode they made that joke. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, I, I the, mentioned yeah. it last episode. He mentioned oh, it in, okay. the, in a previous yep. episode. Well, yeah, but this is where yeah. that joke comes yeah, in. It comes in here. Kabu comes on the TV, greeting them. He <laughs> says that Shioji made them, the suits. And only he knows how to remove them, but he is occupied elsewhere. I'm hoping he's in prison, getting passed around like a $5 foot long. Oh. <laughs> uh, they're given a choice. Die heroes or live long enough to... Wait. No. No. <sighs> no. Uh, no. Six months. Six month pay cut for refusing orders or a bonus when they accomplish the special project. Wow, that's mixing positive and negative reinforcement all in one basket. They are each given a code name of a various store. So I did a little bit of research myself. Did you? Yes. Oh my gosh. Toru Watanabe Mm -hmm. as Daitensen ISM is the Blue Ranger after a department store named IMS. Apparently they switched some letters to not get sued. 
Okay. Uh, in English, he is Daitenzin Macy's. Daimaru Sumiyoshi as Daitenzin Aigan after an optical goods chain store of the oh, same name. Makes sense with the, yeah, with, with the glasses. All the glasses. Uh, he's known as Daitenzin Cafeteria here. They went for the fat joke instead of the glasses yeah. joke. Yeah. Masaki Matsuya as Daitenzin Ladies after the department store Matsuya Ladies. There's a department store called Matsuya, Matsuya Ladies? Matsuya Ladies. Oh, okay. According to the huh. uh, research I did, yes. Interesting. In English, she's Daitenzin Fredericks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Norikuni Iwata as Daitenzin Core, the red one, mm-hmm. after the department store Tinjin Core, which he is uh, Daitenzin S-Smart, and Ropenmatsu 1 and 2, respectively, as Daitenzin Solaria 1 and 2. After a hotel in the Tenjin district. Hmm. Uh, in English, they are Daitenzin Twin Cinemas 1 and 2. Interesting. Wow. That's... You did research on something you fucking hate. Well, it was copy and paste. <laughs> I was also pretty deep into a bottle of whiskey and into my binge. Was brain matter actually leaking out of your, your ears and nose at that point? Or was that about episode 23? Somewhere in there, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> After a splash screen of Municipal Force Daitenzin, we cut back to Pedro. Yeah! Staring down that Gomez. Oh, yeah. Back to the plot. Finally, to the plot. Yeah. A tumbleweed blows between them. Three more blow between them. <laughs> All the fucking tumbleweeds while Pedro's <laughs> slutty wife and the fuck it fairy get bored and yell for them to start fighting. <laughs> Both so women seem to be rooting for Pedro, who lets loose with the Pedro punch of anger. Okay. Andrew's favorite line, I'm sure. The, the Pedro's punch of yes, yeah, yeah. I love that line. Um, here's what I was really confused about. Did you notice how much they drew out? Like they're literally right next to each other. He's running at him for a good minute yeah. <laughs> before before he attacks. Yeah, you gotta ratchet up that tension, buddy. That was that was I thought that was funny. It was one of those little subtle humor things. Oh, yeah. And then and then Gomez whoops his ass. Pedro asks why he could strike a ghost, but Gomez pulls off the Gomez shell to reveal he is that man. <gasps> Gasp. Okay, here's my problem with this. An episode or two ago, they it might have been last episode. They go through the whole thing where he becomes corporeal, right? Where like he basically is a you know he's he's real again, but he's still a ghost. What? That doesn't perhaps make any he's sense. not that bright either. Apparently, or he uh, can turn his corporeality on and off. Maybe if it's like if Shadow Cat. Maybe, but if he's corporeal for the fight, then why is he like, oh, how did you hit me, uh, uh, Andrew? Or just could have been a simple error. Or he could be a dummy. Or he could be a dummy, too. Continuity error. It could be just any number of things. My question is... Why are we asking this? Was that man Gomez the whole time? Or is Gomez a separate being who was possessed by that man? Ooh, that's a good question. Like, did he kill that man, hollow him out, and wear him around? I I think that man has always been Or did he just... Was Gomez... an invention of that man. I think, I, think, I think that's more what it is, yeah. because I think what it is is if we look at the storyline, and this is interesting because we actually get to analyze the storyline here, you have uh, the Great Will of the Macrocosm sleeping with Pedro, and that man is apparently with the Will, and he's angry, so he gets revenge by sleeping with his wife and taking his wife away. Who are apparently the same being. Yeah. Yeah, we find that out this episode. <laughs> we find out just now. Yeah. Because yep. that's when Pedro looks at them and realizes they have the same voice. Which, I love that gag. Because uh-huh. it's just it's really just a gag of, like, they're using the same voice, voice actress, actress twice. And, oh no, they're the same person! And that that's kind of cool. Right. That had to originate from the original Japan, though. Oh, it probably was in, in the Japanese. Because otherwise, like, the rest of the storyline wouldn't make... Well... Yeah. More or less, it wouldn't make sense. Right. right. I mean, I guess she does just get chucked into the will of Macrocosm. She doesn't actually Have merge to be. with her. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like in uh, Voltron, when uh, Sven was captured in the American version, <laughs> but he actually was murdered or killed by uh, by the bad guys. By the Claire, right. by, by uh, Hagar in, yeah. the, in the original. And then later, do you remember later that there was another Sven that showed up? Was, like, oh, I think yeah. in the Japanese it was like I, his twin brother. Yeah. But, it, but the American was like, oh no, Sven's back! Yeah, yeah. Briefly! That's probably why they got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Nabashin shows up to help, but he's too late. Oh. Break card. No, break card! Hey, we're halfway and we're only 44 minutes in! This is a record time. Nabashin ex machina... Too late. You know he was running in to do that Deus Ex Machina Like he always does, but he didn't get a chance to do this. Municipal Force Daitenzin is walking down the street together, getting stared at like they're a giant bomb robot in a panda costume. (laughs) 
That, that wouldn't stand it at all. Misaki, no, no. Pandas are cute. Masaki says this is like the Emperor's new clothes. Watanabe says at least they know they look stupid. Even though the team grouses about the clothes, Kabuhu's orders are to resolve ten incidents of evil, no matter how small. <laughs> the team disagrees with the civic leadership and says the country is peaceful and they can't possibly find that many incidents. <laughs> which goes against the news report talking about how much violent crime there is. Yeah, or... Yeah. Mm, but that's the thing, though. If you if you pay attention back to when they had the Crisis Council talking about, they were talking about nothing but petty infractions. That's true. They were talking about illegal parking and speeding. Yes, I think that's kind of maybe part of the joke that right. they were like, "Oh, and children are not." I think. And they talk about old men littering, which yes. is exactly what happens. Yes. Right. Iwata pulls out two blasters and guns him down with his best electron attack. Uh, <laughs> the uh, resulting okay. explosion on the skyline and rebar by the twitching body leads me to believe there was a Scotia collateral damage. You know, guys, this is the stuff that a totalitarian government with uh, increasingly draconic uh, law enforcement wishes that they had. Wow. So what's big words. They were Joshua. big words. Wow. You're learning. I'm so happy those those uh, those hooked on phonics books I got for you really worked. Dude, it's that word of the day calendar Bill gave me for, uh, for last year. He keeps it on his desk at Bayo Clinic. Yep, yeah, he does. He does. It's true. <laughs> so <laughs> let, so let's I'm... see some of the punishing awful crime that's uh, rampaging through the city. Yeah, All and right. let's and let's just have a really boring segment where this this joke gets run to the ground. Yep, anyway. a pair of brothers point. discusses a loan of two hundred yen. I looked this up; it's approximately a dollar seventy. <laughs> <laughs> so yen are like cents. Yeah, okay, that's right. That makes sense. Anyway, this is apparently extortion to Iwata, and he giga-smashes both of them, perpetrator <laughs> and victim, to the ground. You you must have really been, like, in your zone, because you wrote down every attack name, didn't you? I did. You? I did. My God. We had a hard time hearing those. And he doesn't stop the loan. No, he doesn't. It still happens. <laughs> that, 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 that was a nice touch, where he's there, like, loathling, twitching. He's like, and, here's your money. Yeah, a boy is pressuring his girlfriend into making out on a park bench. <laughs> Cue Masaki to delta in the both of them who shout, We didn't even do anything! <laughs> this is pre-vigilanteism. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. An adulterous couple, the man, apparently the woman's boss, discuss his marriage and her pregnancy. <laughs> Fuck that noise! Sumiyoshi Scott bombers the chief right through the window. <laughs> You know, at first when I saw that and I was writing down notes for my for this episode, I swear he punched the woman. And I and then we rewatched. I'm like, oh, okay, that that makes. No, feel I was gonna better. say at least this time he didn't attack the pregnant woman. That's true. Oh, thank God. Scott bomber abortion. Oh God. Oh. We also see Tenzin dynamic at Bakahatsu Yokocho, catharsis wave at Akamomo Ja Station. Bless you. Galactic Illusion at a tower, which I think is Sumiyoshi due to the writing. Yeah. And Vega Spectron at a public restroom, along with Here It Comes, Boopies! <laughs> the smoldering city of Washington Emergency Sirens is now more <laughs> peaceful than ever. Yes, so peaceful yeah. with massive destruction, chaos, mayhem. But they've only achieved 8 out of 10, so now it's time to go after really insignificant evil. I'm really sad in this scene. Sumiyoshi has, like, one of the most depressing lines ever. He says, living is so hard to do, and looks like he just wants to end it all. And, like, Watanabe's like, it's just best not to think about it. Yeah. And, like, I was like, that's not what you say to a friend to be supportive at all. Yikes. That's not what you say. Yeah, but uh, when you think about it, you know how bad the Japanese are worked to death? Oh, my God, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that I, I believe the suicide rates are actually really bad. They are really yeah, bad. Well, no, and that in itself, they, they have to resolve 10 infractions to get out of their suits in a city that has a very low crime rate. Once again, that's probably another nod to the insane work ethic yeah. that the Japanese place that, on, their, on their salary people. That's right. another smart joke that we see here with Excel Sauce. Anyway, at this point, they decide to split up, which we all know what's the first rule. Never split, Never the, party. split the party. Ever. Uh, Iwata taking Masaki and Ropenmatsu on. Oh, never mind. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> they use double gigalot on him. <laughs> and Ropenmatsu 2 joins the all-girl split. Girl split. <sighs> so it turns out Excel and Hyatt's plan to conquer is to check vending machines for change. I love how in this episode... The bad guys, Excel and, and Hyatt, the ones who are a part of the evil organization, they're just like, when they're on their own, they're really not bad people. They're like, let's see if there's leftover change in, like, vending machines. It's not even illegal. No, it's not. And then you have the so-called good guys in the Power Rangers suits 
blowing everyone up. Oh, yeah. So the irony At here the is At the behest of fantastic. the government, so, you know. Iwata is loving the Power Ranger gig, but the little school children call him stupid. So he's going to electric sun them. <laughs> but he gets put down by Sumi Yoshi's Giga Paper Fan Attack. Yes. I, the, the, the line yes. preceding I that, that though, down. it's my favorite line. Because it reminds me of you. I am so cool, I give myself a Woody! I could totally see you saying that. He says that he stands in front of a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah. which is not cool. Apparently, we didn't have enough of the pedo factor this oh. episode. No Shiyoji, so... Yeah, Iwata has to take over. Fucking find that guy. Watanabe goes after a change thief, only to discover that she's none other than Hyatt. Aww. Or I guess I guess Miss Ayasugi, as he calls her. And we no, get that, 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 that lovely, lovely, I love lovely the, music. The love Kiyomi music has. between those two is one of my favorite the, tracks of the entire show. I it's love one of your sweets. It's your it favorite is. sweet. Mm. And that starts up as he goes into a wild imagination sequence where he reveals his true identity to her, and she, suita- she is suitably impressed. Mm. <laughs> he gives her money in a cheesy speech. Okay. Question. He's trying to pull off his suit the entire time. He's like, I can't get it off. I can't, I can't even, there's no, there's no zippers, there's no, there's no pockets, no anything. Yeah, Where like, does he pull this wallet from? Daitenza Fanny Pack. It's a fair call. He, wow, they, that, was really, a... that was really insightful. <laughs> that was his weapon of justice. He whips his wallet out and has some money in it to give away because usually he doesn't. Well, well wow. he's, like, he's got a salary Yikes. now. He's got a salary now. So he's oh. getting, they're getting paid. That is interesting. Either way, Iwata mocks him for it. So back to the girl, half of the team. <laughs> They've just blown up a bunch of police cars for getting in the way of the city's peace. Yeah, apparently they're following suit with Dallas and Baton Rouge. Wow! What? 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 Pink lives matter? Robot lives matter? Robot lives matter? Wow! (laughs) Masaki wants to get out of there before things get worse when her outfit suddenly falls off. All that horseshit, even the destruction of the police cars, counts as fighting evil, apparently. It does. It does, I guess. Iwata and Watanabe are still fighting, running circles around Sumi Yoshi and, and loosing giant explosions on each other and wrecking up the city. Yeah. The city leaders are not going to be happy with Kabupu about this. You know what? They I, aren't. I, I so just he just blows up their building. I think uh, Kabupu's kind of like uh, kind of like Donald Trump in a lot of ways. I mean, he's got he's got he's, ha- he's got he, hair that he can just take off. Yeah, he's got fake he, uh, piece of hair. Yeah, he just he thinks he could just blow things up and just kind of run things the way he wants. I mean, you know, I gotta say though, this scene though. Not the one blowing Lord up. Palazzo does speak Spanish. Oh, that's true. But this scene prior with uh, Sumiyoshi and Wada Watanabe attacking each other, that really does seem like the three of us. Yeah. I could see... Rubble Machine Gun! And, like, yeah, and me, like, they... trying to blast you, and Bill's just like, oh, just stop. Of course, Andrew's got a huge reach advantage on you. It's true. So it's, this one would not end in the double KO that Iwata and Watanabe That's get. true. I love, I love Unless, the, of course, uh, I go for the nut shot. I do love the double KO in this scene. Yeah, that's a pretty great good. bit. And then Zumiyoshi Giga fans both of them. Yes. yes! And bombs begin to drop from a stealth bomber. Fucking dark. <laughs> Well, you know, the crisis committee needed some interference, so, so they got the SDF in. I guess. Uh, why call the SDF? Jesus Christ, that's overkill. Back at the girls' apartment, they seem to be enjoying Shabu Shabu with the money Iwata gave Hyatt. They think it was a donation to a cross. <laughs> Minchi freaks the fuck out, which seems unnecessary since they are in fact eating. Right, they have money to eat. Yeah, they have like, money to eat. They're I eating. Know. If anything, this should be the calmest he ever is. I wonder if there was. She, uh, I wonder if it was voice actor cuts. The voice actress wasn't there, and they just had to refresh something. They decided to go with that. Right. They do finally give her some, so she can grow big and fat. It's true. Maybe that's what she's freaking out about. Just she's like, "Oh God, they're gonna feed me a shit ton, and they eat me later." Maybe she's panicking. And for at least the second time in history, the bombs fall on Japan. Oh, Whoa. well, third really. The third really. <laughs> yeah, and this time they did it to themselves. Yeah, it was a bleak. I don't know that Japan has stealth bombers. That could still have been America. Maybe mm, I think it's supposed to be the SDF. So I don't a- know what the SDF means. Self defense forces. Even though Japan is not allowed to have their own uh, organized military, they can have a smaller military group to uh, act as a de- defensive group for the country itself in case they're ever invaded. A bomb strike is an offensive attack, or is an offensive well, maneuver. Well, Cold War. Hell, maybe what does that mean? Hell, well, they the Cold War. Hell, like, they, they, they might have called into the U.S., because there is still a uh, U.S. military. The, 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 ar- the arms race, uh, escalation of the arms race, I mean, at least kept Wait, how do you direct blowing up of each other. Let's assume you aren't morally opposed to weaponry in the home. Okay. 
If somebody... That's like, it's really difficult for me to do, but okay. Let's assume. Okay. If somebody breaks into your home, uh-huh. and you're going to defend your home, uh-huh. are you going to do that with grenades? <laughs> Fuck yeah, man! You, you live you, in an apartment, you, so it doesn't matter. Okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> in the background, the bombs go off. Today's experiment failed. Shit. And the guys still can't get their suits off. Nope, they can't. <laughs> well, they didn't stop enough infractions. So that was episode 18, guys. And uh, let's do our round robin and uh, talk about what we thought. Josh, you first. I really like this episode. Yeah? One, being a fan of Power Rangers and Super Sentai, I love the fact that it totally riffed on that. Uh, the jokes in there that, you know, they were supposed to stop crime in a, generally speaking, crime-free city, and therefore they were fucking everything up by, by taking out the petty advances because they are trying to get their job done and get the fuck out of there. That speaks about overworking their population. I think it's just really smart. And the fact that it just completely riffed on the whole Super Sentai Power Ranger motif is another big thing that I love. So this actually is in my top five. You know, did it serve anything overall? No, but it was hilarious to okay. watch. And okay. that's what I really took away from it. It was a good comedy episode. Okay. Um, I'm going to completely 100% disagree with you. Uh Um, I thought it wasn't funny. Uh, There were only a few times that I really kind of found humor, and they drove it into the ground. The idea of them blowing up the the people who weren't really doing anything bad, I liked that. I thought it was funny. Did they need to go and do it 20 times? No. Was there anything of importance? Which is usually I don't mind if there's no plot, but this time it really bothered me that nothing important happened. I did not like this episode. Uh, I thought I was going to like it. I thought I remember liking it. I rewatched it again, and I realized, wow, I really don't like this episode. So this is going to be one of those rare moments where I say, yep, I, if I had to rewatch the series, I would totally skip this one. I found humor in quite a bit of it. I'd say this is probably one of the episodes I laughed at the most. Okay. I don't know if nothing important happened. Because we did establish the suits. Yeah, they we do esta- come up We established the powers, and those, not only do they come up, but they're vital. Because the end of the show would have been a lot different had the municipal force mm-hmm. not had any sort of power, defensive, whatever. Okay. As Excel episodes go, I think I probably enjoyed this one. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm starting to break down because I liked last week's also. Wow, two in a row. Or maybe it's starting to coalesce into something. Maybe. Maybe it's heading toward an actual plot. Maybe it's heading toward uh, an entire episode, eventually, that has no comedy whatsoever. Wow, Andrew. That is amazing. (laughs) I would like to see that happen. I doubt it will. Uh, If it does, I don't know how we're going to review it, because it will be boring as hell. Uh, So, so, yeah, uh, it sounds like you guys enjoyed it. That's great. I'm glad you guys found uh, the joy in it. I'm, for once, I'm the naysayer, I guess, which is weird, because I usually like every episode of Excel, and this one just did not... This is your episode two. Yeah, this is is my episode two. I liked episode two a lot. I have to give this episode a perfect two out of ten stars. Wow, that is... That is the highest praise I think he's ever given anything on this show. That's amazing. You know, rating systems are kind of bullshit anyway. It's just only so that people at a glance could look at it and go, oh, well, that's what kind of the idea. Let's go ahead and read the review after Well, all. if we see that, then we Yeah, that's what it's for. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, that's the idea. <laughs> yes, that's entirely the point. Well, I give this episode one mutilated Poochu out of an entire space horde. One, Fair- one sexually assaulted Poochu. <laughs> Oh, we got to get out of here, folks. This is going to go a weird direction. Next week, we have episode 19 of Excel Saga, Menchie's Great Adventure 2, Around the World in 80 Hours, which is Josh's episode. Josh gets a Menchie. Did you have the other Menchie episode? No, I... Thankfully, I... It was me. I missed the furry frenzy, which is good. This one is a little bit more tolerable because it's centered around Minchie, but not a whole lot of other I like this episode. I, I really do like this next episode. I think it's a lot of fun. But I have not seen this in years. There you so, go. So there this is going to be fresh so, for me. I was going to say Minchie's Great Adventure 2, Electric Dog Poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And with that, let's, let's take it out. Thank you for listening to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three mystery agents operating publicly from the shadows talk about anime. Once again, I am Ditenzin Barnes and Noble, F minus Markham Doom! I'm Ditenzin Hot Topic, Pemmican the Disco Blast! And I am Ditenzin Popeyes, Hot Saucer! Oh, my eyes! Oh, fuck! Went through the goggles! I only got a little bit of spray, that's pretty good. The goggles don't work, Andrew! The goggles don't work! Uh, The goggles, this is nothing! (laughs) Oh, God, get me out of here, guys. See you later. Bye-bye!
Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. To find out more about the show, visit tuningjapanese.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, on Twitter at tuningjapanese, and Tumblr at tuningjapanese.tumblr.com. You can also send us any questions, suggestions, or feedback by emailing the show at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Be sure to also leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Tuning Japanese is a part of the Questionable Endeavor Media Network. Visit questnnetwork.com for more information on our other podcasts in this network, including the Shadow Bay Podcast, Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, and the Geek and Gamer Guild. and one mission only, my young friends, to fight evil! You must not overlook any, no matter how insignificant it is. I need you to resolve at least ten incidents, please. <sighs> ten cases of evil? As boring as this city is, it's going to be hard to find just one or two major evils. Then we'll look for lesser evils. Ow! Huh? He's littering! Leave it to me! First Electron! And with this, the city has become more peaceful. Ethically, it sucks, but what the hell? Let's keep it up at the pace we're going! So lend me some change, like 200 yen. Just pay me back tomorrow, okay? Is that extortion? Huh? What in all are you talking about, you crazy bastard? Yeah, we're brothers, you geek. Geek That was extortion, right? You lose if you think about it. Right. Back off, Satoshi! Oh, come on, Akari. Can't a guy even kiss you? But I'm still up. But when? When will you leave your wife, sir? You've got to wait. We're just having some problems with our kids right now. But I'm carrying your child, and I don't... Huh? Ah! Look like justice to me. Yeah, I'm going to